Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. Coach, good to hear from you. How are uh, how are you doing today? I know you're out and about, and we are too over at the Buzz Golf Tournament. How's how's things? Good. I'm I'm, I'm back in enemy territory. I'm in the uh, Tupelo Oxford area, and uh, well, the Rebels are riding high over here this week. But uh, anyway, uh, beautiful day. I'm sure it's a beautiful uh, sunny day there in, in in Little Rock as well. Wish I was with you guys. We are quite pleased to be here. i got to tell you, our friends at Burns Park have been gracious hosts, and it's been a lovely start to the day. So, yeah, looking forward to it. But uh, let's delve into this game from the other day. Arkansas, another near miss for them. Competitive ball game. Defense played pretty well. Offense not good enough. And, obviously, a turnover late sealed the deal for Ole Miss, being able to pull that one out. But, uh, you know, gave themselves some chances despite all the issues up front. Yeah, you know, we talked about last week, and we have – several times over the years about the Southeastern Conference being a line of scrimmage league and, you know, Arkansas is just not being able to get enough push up front and I think it's causing some uh, timidness and indecision by Sanders and some of the other running backs and then obviously Jefferson, in my opinion, you know, it's, it's the um, the casualties of all the hits and the hurries that he's taken that uh, he just doesn't seem to be um, playing with a whole bunch of confidence, in my opinion. And uh, the late pick really hurt, obviously. Uh, but, again, in, inability to run the football. Uh, still had, uh, as a team, you know, some untimely penalties. And then, of course, the late turnover uh, kind of sealed the deal. But uh, you mentioned the defense. I thought they flew around. Again, very competitive, very game effort. Uh, they, they looked intentional, the way they were moving around with confidence. Um uh, they were able to contain contain Ole Miss, really a team that been averaging over forty points a game, and, and they somewhat contained them and gave, you know, gave their team a chance to win. Uh, the bright spot continues to be Cam Little. I mean, what fifty six West, fifty six yard field goal, I think. Yeah. And um, yep. And then Fletcher, you know, punting the football, I, I thought for the most part was pretty effective. So uh, the st- uh, Washington stepping up uh, at the tight end position mm-hmm. obviously was a, a pleasant surprise, but uh, again, just. Uh, you know, a couple hundred yards of offense is not going to get it done week in and week out in the Southeastern Conference. And not being able to get a push and then protect the quarterback, I think, is having an effect on both Sanders in the run game, causing hesitation to me, uh, indecisiveness, and not being intentional with what he's doing, getting his shoulder pads square and downhill. And then I think some of the hits and the sacks that Jefferson has uh, taken, um, fundamentally he's breaking down and you know not going through his, through his reads, in my opinion, quick enough and making the right decisions consistently with accuracy. And that showed up late in the game. But uh, the defense played well. I mean, look, when you can't convert third and fourth downs consistently, 40 50%, and you can't get touchdowns in the red zone, that's just too much pressure for a defense to hold up. And uh, that showed up again on Saturday. 
Coach, when you talk about on offensive line, they reshuffled all week. I guess that was the, the point. They were trying to move some guys around to give them a better chance. And then you just scrap the whole damn thing at halftime. What is a former coach, do you react? What's your reaction to such, such activities? It looks like a cluster to me. Um, searching for answers um, and not finding the ones that you really want. And now, when they went back to the original starting five that they've had for most of the year, they actually played a little bit better. So that's the, maybe that's, you know, put that to rest, and that's the group they'll stay with if they're healthy. Uh, moving forward, um, but still, you know, wasn't quite good enough to get it done. Another close loss. You know, you go back to all these one-score games pretty much, uh, and, uh, you know, a play or two here or there, a third-down conversion, a fourth-down conversion, swap a touchdown for a field goal, and you may have a different outcome. But, um, you know, if frogs had wings, they'd fly. So, you know, you, you try to do the best you can, and you move on. What do you do now, Coach? I mean, they are who they are. Can the offense? You are who you are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anything to make us feel a little better? Like there's some hope for the rest of the season? Well, you're probably not going to get a whole bunch of hope in Tuscaloosa this week. Um, you know, Wes. I mean, you just go to work. I mean, I, I've been through seasons like this where you don't feel like you can run it. You don't feel like you can throw it effectively, or you can't stop the run. And you know, you just go to work. You take the guys that you have, you coach them up, and uh, you just do the best you can schematically. You know, one of the things you try to do shorten the game. You know, you try everything you can to shorten the game. And uh, the NCAA is helping you with that right off the bat because the clock never stops for the most part till inside of two minutes. But even try to shorten the game uh, uh, even more from a coaching perspective. Try to get to the fourth quarter with a chance to win. And instead of trying to run 70 plays a game, try to run 50 efficient, the best 50 efficient plays that you can. And, um, and then just, you know, schematically try to put your players in the best position matchup-wise on offense. Try to get the ball out of his hand quick. We've talked about that every week. And then, you know, count on your defense because they are playing pretty dead gum good ball. I mean, you, there's an argument to be made that in most of the games this year they played winning football or good enough to win. And, uh, you know, you just, you know, block out the outside noise the best that you can and focus on the task of, of that day in practice of getting better and the coaches have to come up with a good plan and just fundamentally try to get better. Uh, they're hurt. I know they're beat up. There's a lot of teams in college football now that are beat up. But, you know, how good is their depth? That's what, you, you know, you, you're going to see this week. But I don't envy them going into a, a place like Tuscaloosa this week where they're playing with a lot of confidence, big road win at Texas A&M. And I think they've hit their stride and found their identity, that's for sure. Arkansas has been forced in a couple situations maybe where they get a little bit of a drop-off from a team from a focus standpoint. Obviously, Ole Miss had a – Huge win against LSU the week before, and I'm hoping that Alabama going on the road and squeak one out against A&M will have a similar effect. But Alabama unfocused or Alabama maybe not quite as motivated as still Alabama, and this isn't a vintage team maybe for Coach Saban, but plenty good enough to handle but, Arkansas. Can you see a scenario where Arkansas makes this game competitive? Remember we talked about Slim last week, right? <laughs> Slim, Slim Slim's moving over to Tuscaloosa this week too. Um, yeah. It's going to be a tough get. I mean, because here's the thing that Alabama does well. They defend the run well. They can pressure the quarterback. Those are things that Arkansas is not doing well. 
and they can run the football. And uh, whether you're at home or on the road, if you can play good run defense and you can run the football, uh, you can dominate a football game. And, uh, you know, I think Milrow has settled in. They know what he can do. He throws a deep ball, that's for sure. I mean, he has thrown some incredible deep balls. You know, now if you got to get him into the short intermediate range, that's where he struggles. But I think that they will try to take advantage of some deep opportunities against the uh, Arkansas secondary. But they can run the football. I mean, and then when they do throw it, you know, you've got a guy like, uh, Burton, who's just coming off a career game, so he's playing with a lot of confidence. McClellan's a heck of a back. And Milrow, Milrow may actually be an NFL running back in his own right. Not a quarterback, but an NFL running yeah. back, in my opinion. Uh, so it's going to be a tough get. Hostile crowd. They're playing with a lot of yeah. confidence. They're on a roll. They figured some things out. Ar- well, by the way, ESPN, free- gives Ar- ESPN gives Arkansas a 9.6% chance to win this week. So do with that with what you want. So you're saying there's a chance. That's cool. Um, all right, right. Well, let's move on slim. To, to Arkansas. Yes, slim. Arkansas State and, uh, you know, got their comeuppance a little bit against a very talented Troy team. I didn't realize that 18 starters back. Coach Jones told us mm-hmm. that yesterday, but we knew it was going to be a tall order. But you look at the rest of their schedule, Coach, I think there's certainly an argument to be made that they've got, you know, a, a bold potential with what's left on the calendar. And you get a bye week this week, and we talked to mm-hmm. Coach Jones about that a little bit yesterday when he was at the touchdown club. But, uh you know, I guess I wasn't shocked the way things went at Troy. It's a good football team. Very good football team and a great band, by the way. I mentioned that last week. Um, yep. You know, the thing about it, though, is they found their quarterback. Yeah, they struggled on the road this week. I mean, they only had about 200 yards of offense. Uh, but they do have the open open week. They got a chance to heal and get well, do some rehabilitation, get back in the weight room, uh, work with some player development with your down-the-line guys. Give your starters some rest. Bring them back at the end of the week. Get them going. Put together a great game plan. Appalachian State is their next opponent. They have to play this week um, against Coastal. I mean, uh, Coastal Carolina's next uh, is the next opponent. They play Appalachian State, so you know they're 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 focused on App State right now. ASU can focus on Coastal Carolina, and this is not a vintage Coastal Carolina team. So, and I believe they have them at home next week, and we'll talk about that game. They do it's home, but as a whole. Yeah, it's homecoming. That's right. So as a whole, I would think at this point in the season, at three and three, Arkansas State has exceeded expectations to this point, in my view. In my view. Now, let's see what they do with the back half of the season. But they've got their quarterback now. They know what they can and can't do. Uh, again, they've got some games, as you mentioned, uh, down the road here that uh, are winnable games. So I don't think that five or six is out of the question. Uh, uh, for the Red Wolves. Well, I hope you're right. That would be fantastic. Uh, let's turn the page to what's happening in Conway. And, and Coach, I was telling somebody, I guess the only other game I've been where I was like, I don't think there's a chance, and they found a way, was there was a Sam Houston game years ago where you guys scored and then got an onside and scored again against a really good Sam Houston team. But even that didn't, you know, paled in comparison to what we saw on Saturday. 30-6 to six going into the fourth quarter. Have you ever been a part of anything like that before? Absolutely not. I've been a few. I've been on the other side of a couple of collapses yeah. against Colorado yeah. and and Ole Miss, where we had to lead, uh, you know, uh, deep into the game and and lost uh, one of the greatest comebacks in the history of the University of Central, if not the greatest, in my opinion. And I've spent 14 years there in the history of that storied program. And congratulations to Coach Brown and staff. Obviously, the players they never let go of the rope. You know, the weather cooled in Conway, but the Bears came out of hibernation just in time, late the fourth quarter, and what a fourth quarter it was. And, you know, 
McIlvain, 400 yards passing. Butler Barnes, Cam Robinson, the young receiver, he's got a uh, Whitehall, uh, I believe. Uh, Richmond yep. showed up big. Uh, they did contain uh, uh, Powell, uh, so that's something that they've got to look at. How do, how are people going to now play Sean Derrick, you know, in the run game? But uh, but the receivers got off, and the defense made timely plays, interceptions. Uh, you know, a bunch of 50-50 catches. Uh, you know, everything went right. And congratulations to the Bears. That that right there can propel you into one of those very, very, very special seasons. And, uh, you know, a lot of people left the game early, from what I understand. Uh, but those that stayed were treated to one of the greatest games in Central Arkansas football history. I have jumped on people over the years about leaving the Miracle Mark. I mean, it was an ugly game, but, I mean, to leave that game, I was like, there's still a shot. And it wasn't, like, out of hand by any means. So I never understood people left that game. If you left after three quarters the other night in Conway, I can't hardly get on to you. But, yeah, you're right. The people that stuck around, they were treated to one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen or probably will ever see. And this week, obviously, SFA, a team that they're going to be uh, pretty desperate, too. And, and they this is a weird game because they're playing a conference team, but it's not a conference game. So it's not going to count because they had this game on the schedule already. So I don't know. It's a weird deal. Right. But, anyway, it doesn't make any difference. Everybody's looking to win the game, and it's obviously for the Bears trying to get to their fifth win and, and take a break, and they got their bye week coming up, so we'll see. Well, it's a big game for UCA because it has playoff implications. I mean, you need all the – you right. know, the, the Texas college game didn't count. Uh, obviously, the mm-hmm. CMO game was a non-conference game, but it counted as a Division One win. So they need to start racking up Division One wins to be, you know, playoff uh, postseason eligible. So – this is a big one. Uh, it's in Conway. You know, we got to get back down to earth, right? We got to get Coach Brown's got to get get uh, get them planted firmly back in the ground. And you know, Stephen yeah. F's coming in as you mentioned, a desperate team. They're they're three and three overall, but uh, they just hadn't put all their pieces together. They lost out at Utah Tech last week. Now they will come in with an impressive looking football team. They're going to have some dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, their quarterback uh, Meyer is a transfer from Tennessee, and you know, mm-hmm. he's six five, two hundred forty yeah. pounds. I mean, he's a big, good-looking dude. If they can get him moving around, he's not very accurate. If they can get him moving around and get him off the spot, which they have the ability yeah. to do, it could be a long night for the Lumberjacks. Uh, but so. this is a this is a great opportunity for them to get another Division One win. Fifty-five percent in uh, eight interceptions so far in the year. So let's hope that continues. All right, let's talk about D two coach. And again, I mean, we're really talking about big. two and a half schools, I guess, at this point, like usual. Well, really, I mean, you got you got the four Arkansas schools. You know, last week uh, Tech got their second win. Congratulations for them. Uh, they've got UAM this week, but all eyes are in uh, in Searcy, Arkansas. Uh, OBU undefeated in Great American play against Harding, who I picked Eli to win the conference. So uh, we'll find out uh, what happens this Saturday. It's a big game, and then you got two one-loss teams. SAU's been sneaky good this year. Uh, they've got one loss, and they play at one loss Henderson State. So. Uh, there's some separation there. There'll be even more separation, I think, on uh, on Saturday. Yeah. But again, the big game, uh, not just here in Arkansas, but has national implications. Right, is Washtenaw Baptist at Harding. Yep, D two uh, game, probably game of the week. Six o'clock kick up in Searcy for those who are inclined. Uh, we got to hit a break here pretty quick, but uh, real quick on high school. Wes, what's our what's our big games this week? It's a uh, honestly, it's a bad week uh, schedule wise. Not a lot of good games, Coach. I, I think there's one that jumps out, and it's uh, well, there's some in Northwest Arkansas that are really big. Oh yeah, oh, there's uh, a big here one in, in Northwest Central Arkansas. Arkansas. I'd go Dumas and Warren. I think uh, that's that's probably for uh, 
the uh, conference championship. Well, well, it, it, well, Dumas plays Star City, but Warren's at Not DeWitt. Dumas. or DeWitt. Yeah, DeWitt. DeWitt. Sorry, wrong yeah, D. DeWitt. DeWitt. Yeah. yeah, and 4A, Warren at DeWitt. Huge implications there. Marion at West Memphis. Big implications in 6A. In 5A, Pine Bluff trying to rebound at Whitehall. And then probably the biggest game in the state, Bentonville at Fayetteville. And that will obviously have seeding implications. Bentonville scored 84 points last week. It's hard to score 84 points against air. Against air. And uh, so that'll be a big game in 7A. But, uh, you know, now we're starting to get into some rivalry games and that kind of thing. And a lot of them have conference and district implications. So uh, um, every one of the divisions has, you know, but I'm looking at that Warren DeWitt game. You're right, Wes. Coach, we got to run. I appreciate the time. Thanks to our friends at Farm Brothers Flying Service. And we will. Catch you hopefully in person next week. I uh, look forward to it. Yeah, I want to thank Lance Gassaway and all the guys there at the office, all, all the people at, uh, at Farm Brothers. Really appreciate them, and I'll be in next week, guys. Sounds good. All right, that is Clint Conk on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline.